Hey, it's uh, episode two of second second episode. Ep- the second episode of Pope Podcast the thirteenth. <laughs> uh, which <laughs> still makes me laugh. It's a very good joke that I came up with for sure. That's all you. I know. You're the creative force behind this podcast. Yeah, I'm I'm a regular whatever that Italian guy's name is. Foyello. Luigi Mario. <laughs> Wario Giuseppe. <laughs> um Yeah, so like I literally finished watching or rewatching the second episode eight minutes ago, not even. Uh it was a lot weirder than I remembered. I watched it this morning at like 10.30, 11.30, and there was like so much stuff I forgot. Like I, I forgot how, like yeah, like there's there's so much weird stuff and they, they just go right into it. Like the first minute of the show is is like the greatest women's nun soccer team in the history of sports. Just Oh, I don't know. Bending. They didn't seem that good to me. Oh, come on. They could they could they could take down the US women's national team at this point the way they could bend that ball. I mean, come on. Does the Vatican I can't imagine the Vatican actually has like a national soccer team, right? They could. Couldn't they? They they could they could qualify for the World Cup. They're they're probably in like the whatever that league is over there. That's the, UEFA. The, the, is that what it is? UEFA? Yeah. yeah. Come on. I mean, um, like think about it. Like like Yeah. How, how Right. It, I, I here it is in the year two thousand. Pope John Paul II <clears throat> established a Vatican sports department with the aim of reinvigorating the tradition of sport within the Christian community. Uh, oh hell yeah! They've only apparently played like five games ever. Um, they beat. They drew uh, San Marino and Monaco. Ah. But then they uh, later. It seems like now they exclusively play Monaco, and they've lost each of the last three matches. So, give, give, give me the scores. Are they are they blowouts? No, two uh, one Monaco, two nothing, and two nothing again. Oh, so then yeah, like if 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 the real world women's Vatican soccer team can compete with Monaco, I feel like the 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 talent level that I've seen so far in the young Pope is is good enough to it's it's good enough to get to the World Cup. I think. Here, the best part, by the way is the current team as of 2000, like the people who are on the 2013 roster. Um, it's mostly guys who just like play in the Vatican league, but also one guy who plays for Palermo in the Italian league. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 the more, the more that I, the more that I watch the show and the more that I think about it, the more I think it's closer to reality then we realize, like the, the the real Pope might have actual like X Man powers that we don't even really completely understand. I I wouldn't be shocked. Right. Let's, I love this episode. I, yeah, I, I, it's a really I, good episode. Like the the first episode is like the first date where you're like, yeah, this this could work out. Like this is this is nice. Like I'm I'm kind of into the show. And the second episode, you're like, I want to marry this show. I want to raise I want to raise other TV shows with this show. This show is perfect. It's magical. It's stupid. It's funny. That it has it has the button. It has the funniest button press of all time. Like I watched that again. I must have watched that scene fifteen times when I rewound it, where he pushes the button to, to get the woman to come in to, to relieve him of the of the awkward meeting. Yeah. And I watched it for the sixteenth time this morning, and I laughed my ass off for a minute at it. It's still so good. He's really not at all happy that that guy was like, "Yeah, I'm gay. Sorry." <laughs> 
He's like, you know what? I uh, I gotta press this button right here. Like he just makes a big show of it, and then then <laughs> then she comes in and she's like, it's time for your snack, and he's like, what? Like he just bursts out laughing. It was just so great, and like it's it's great too because like like forty five seconds before that, the guy on the other side of the table, the, the prefect, is just like he's his his entire life just ends, and like he 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 gives this great silent just like facial expression acting performance for five seconds, and then thirty seconds later, a woman comes in and says, "It's time for the Holy Father's snack." <laughs> like how do you how do you how do you pull that off? It's so good. And he and he just goes, "That's what she calls it." That's what she calls it. <laughs> it's, it's the first time on the show too, where like the young pope is like he's like not on top of his game. Like he's taken aback by something. Like he's he's the most confident person in every single conversation he has. He breaks down people, and then a woman comes in and says, "It's time for the Holy Father's snack," and he can't keep it together. And he's like, oh. "Excuse me." Um, that, that's what she calls it. <laughs> oh man. Ah. <laughs> uh. We learn a lot. We learn a lot about the characters. We learn a lot about how, um, uh, what's his name is. I, I, I kind of missed it the first time. Like the the first, um, what's what's his what's his boy's name again? The the the, the, the father father has a lot of sex. That guy, the guy is father has a lot of having sex? all the sex. That's his name, isn't it? It's who? Cardinal Cardinal Bones Cardinal Bones a lot. The guy who has all the sex. Oh, friend. oh, his like friend from the orphanage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's? You're right. I don't remember his name either. But yeah. no. Uh, yeah. First of all, you're right. That guy does have a lot of sex. He has uh, a lot of sex. A and real like, I, lot. When, I, when, 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 we, when we first meet him, like I, I thought he was just like a regular dude who kind of hangs out. But like rewatching it, like he's he's clearly like talking to Sister Mary. Like he clearly wants to get back on the road and have some sex. Like he's tired of being <laughs> in the Vatican. Yeah. He's like, I haven't had sex with any prostitutes, male or female, in quite a while. <laughs> And right. I, I mean, it really, he, he's a really interesting character to me because it's like, imagine basically like your brother becomes the Pope. Yeah. And you just have to be like, oh, that's weird. I guess I'll tag along on this. Sure. Why not? Yeah. It, it's like, I definitely, I mean, just, just that line he says about like the Vatican smells like incense and death. I want to be out in the world where it smells like shit and life. Right. Like, I get it, man. That makes sense. He's like he's like Eli Manning, and the Pope is like Peyton Manning, and he's just like living in the shadows, and he just kind of wants to just do his own thing, which is which is apparently have a lot of sex, which I guess is he's he's kind of living the dream. Yeah. Well, on the other hand, though, I mean, like, do you feel like this guy is, uh, you know, a two-time Super Bowl MVP? I don't know. Um, well. At, at this moment of the show, I did not think he was. No, later that's on, certainly true. Right. This is like on, first quarter Eli Manning in, yeah. that, in that first Super Bowl <laughs> where he's like throwing balls nine feet over a guy's head. <laughs> and, he's, and he's just like eating sacks because he's just, you know, he, he can't figure out how to get clear of the, of the blitz and that kind of yeah. thing. Like the, 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 the two weeks off between the title game and the Super Bowl has really thrown this guy off and he's yep, just completely right. rusty completely rusty at this point where he's got sister Mary in his room and they're smoking. He's just, he's dying to get back out on the field and play. That's all he wants to do. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, he, I mean, they don't really tell you much about him in this episode um, where you just know that he knows Lenny from before and he knows sister Mary 
And that's his only scene in the whole in the whole episode, pretty much. The whole episode, like you totally forget he's even in that episode until you go back and watch it. And then like she's like, "Wow, I can see you're still you're still handsome." Like everyone, everyone's complimenting each other on being very handsome in this episode too. The, yeah. The, the, the marketing woman just like staring at the young pope, like he's like she like loves a, that pope. Know, She's just seeing boy, dollar signs, like like you know, like in old cartoons when a when a beautiful woman turns into like a turkey or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> But like it's like it's like dollar signs, but like I, I think she just really wants to bang the Pope too. Like she's oh, she's sure. having weird thoughts about the Pope. Yeah, but also like when he just like starts ripping and for okay, let's back up. What did you think of the list of the like important artists that the Pope reads off or recites oh. basically? Oh. Oh, it's uh, Salinger and Salinger Banksy and, and... Ba- Salinger, Banksy, and Daft Punk, and she's like, she's like, I don't know anything about electronic music, and he's like, Of course you don't. There's like, like oh, a wow. three second pause where he's furious. <laughs> I also like. I, wait, wait. As as a Boston guy, yeah. Did, did you did you like how he cuts down Harvard in that scene? Uh, I don't. Who cares about Harvard? Like, there it is. <laughs> honestly, that's. It's just a whole other thing that they have going on over there. I, like, I don't consider it part of Boston, really, I guess. Oh, wow. That's right. Controversial. But, wow. Yeah, no, I mean, like, J.D. Salinger, really? The young pope? Come on. Do you think, like, how long do you think he workshopped that for? Where he was coming up with, like, a bunch of different people that are, like, anonymous but good at their profession. Like, how long did that take? Oh, he, he had, well, I mean, you can pull Salinger right away, I feel like. Um, and Banksy, too, to a lesser extent. Daft Punk, I don't know, maybe. The the guy with the uh, dead mouse is another one. I don't know what that guy looks like. Maybe. Oh, that guy. Maybe dead. people, yeah. <clears throat> maybe people who are, like, into it know what that looks like, but. I don't know. Yeah, I can't. That's the thing is, like, I can't think of like too many people that are super famous in like entertainment. Yet you don't ever see them. I guess you. It's, I guess you would throw out Sean Connery's character in that "You're the Man Now" dog movie. That, that like that could have been a funny example. Whatever that guy's name is in that movie. Good pull. <laughs> <laughs> when, when he when he tells that kid that he's now the dog or now the man dog, that was a really great moment in the history of. That was a really important literary thing. I've never seen that movie, nor will I. Something. Yeah, you don't have to see I feel, that. Movie. I feel like I saw enough of it from the from the meme. Yeah, the meme the meme is sometimes the meme is all you need. Like the young pope meme is not what you what you people need. You people need to get on the young pope above and, and beyond watch, for watch, sure. Watch oh my god. Oh, it's just it's just it's fantastic. It's great. Um this episode by the way, animal update, not only the kangaroo in this episode, but when Voyello and the other guy are playing pool and like talking about do you think we can like blackmail the young pope there's just a dog on the pool table was there yes while they're playing pool while they're oh playing pool there's I a totally dog sitting on the pool table just a little white dog while they were but they were shooting pool though weren't they they yes, were like that's actually... correct yeah i think i got caught staring at the subtitles i can't there's a dog on the goddamn table yeah God, what's wrong what's wrong I'm t- with me i'm telling you every every episode of this show has an animal in a place where it's not supposed to be and I don't understand why. Turtles on a bench, dog on a pool table, kangaroo at the Vatican. 
I, I wish they had more kangaroo scenes because I don't know how, like, I don't know what the dynamic is in the garden at the Vatican. I don't know, like, if there's fences. Like, I assume, like, nuns and priests and everybody can just kind of walk around the Vatican garden, whatever they want. Like, and the, and the young pope apparently is it has mind control on the kangaroo, but nobody else does. Like, like, aren't people afraid to go walking through the Vatican garden now because there's a live kangaroo? Kangaroo has the run of the place. He, he yeah, goes, like, it's just. That's, that's his territory. Yeah, like you can't have lunch out in the garden anymore. The kangaroo might like smell the food and kill you while you're out there. Well, like I mean, I, you know, kangaroos. I'm pretty sure are just uh, herbivores. Are they? That might not be true. I don't know, but like I always see those. Like, like every every kangaroo video I, I've seen, which is two, involve a kangaroo trying to like fight a child, and then like that that really ripped jacked kangaroo trying to like punch through the window. You remember that that yeah. video? Like that, that that's all I know of kangaroos. Yeah, uh, kangaroos primarily eat grass, but they are also um, very territorial. So mm. don't don't mess with them. I think it is the is the message. But you know, <laughs> also this one is like under the young pope's control. So you, th- you think you think even when the young pope's not like hanging around with the, the kangaroo, the kangaroo will just continue to do the young pope's bidding. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, like so the thing the thing is so in later episodes. He is alone with the kangaroo at various points, and he, like, tells it what to do, and it does it. And in this episode, uh, Sister Mary basically says to him, like, well, that thing you did with the kangaroo, and he's like, it it was chance, that's it, don't make a big deal out of it. But then he's like, maybe it wasn't. Isn't that so interesting? I'm the young pope, and uh, I might also control the animals in addition to all my other, like, great qualities that I have. Like, I I love how dismissive he is, too. Like where he clearly mind controls the kangaroo, and like she's like, "Hey, great job with the head. no, 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 no big deal." Now no come on, for this, I didn't really do anything. It's just chance because not only not only does he like let the kangaroo out of the cage, like at that point, like he kind of has to guide it somewhere. He can't put it back in the cage. Like something has to happen right after that where he walks the kangaroo out to the yard. I guess, yep. and also like again, let's say let's say you're the pope, and someone's like, "Hey." We got some stuff to show you. We got some gifts. Oh, you got some gifts for me. That's great. What, what kind of gifts do you have? Well, we've got, um, you know, food and candy and paintings and, and cards. And, oh, we got a live kangaroo back here in a cage, too. But we'll get to that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can I see the live kangaroo first? I, I'd like to go. Because, like, how long was the kangaroo in the cage before they showed it to the young pope? Like Quite a while, it seemed like. Days? It was It was all restless in there, breathing heavily. <laughs> And, the, and then the one cardinal goes, mice. I, I know. Like, how, how does that guy not know it's a kangaroo? Wouldn't that be the talk of the Vatican if there was a live kangaroo? Wouldn't everybody, like, sneak in there to see the live kangaroo? Yeah. That's ah, a mouse. Uh, I don't know about that one, buddy. Yeah. The, 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 thing, the thing with uh, with the kangaroo scene, I guess, is, like, you know, the Pope not taking credit for it shows that he is, like, the most hockey player Pope there's ever been <laughs> where he's like you know i just uh i just put my head down and uh you know i try to try to work hard in the corners go get, get to the front of the net and uh you know the kangaroo just uh fortunate enough to uh obey my every command 
Yeah, you know, I just um, I just wanted to go out there and work hard and just just try and do right by my my Cardinals and my and uh, sister Mary and uh, you know I got I got a I got a good break there with the kangaroo coming out of the cage and not killing me. Um, that really wasn't anything I was doing. Just uh, you know, hard work and uh, praying and uh, you know accepting uh, Jesus Christ as my savior. You know, like for myself, you gotta you gotta have like the breathing <laughs> through your nose. For myself and uh, and all and all on all the Cardinals I know. You know, uh, it's just, you know, you're just really lucky to uh, to be able to to be the pope at this level and 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 command animals. <laughs> and then and then you you write a you write a column about how lucky the pope got by not getting killed, and like a bunch of pope fans will write at you and be like, "It's not luck, you idiot." Maybe watch the kangaroo. In my opinion, what the pope does. <laughs> Creates the the, the one hundred six point seven kangaroo PDO. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, like again, the, this is this is this episode basically to your point earlier is, is the Pope like really staking out his claim as the Pope at this point, where it, before he was like before the first episode is everybody going can't believe how young this Pope is this is crazy, and then the he's second, so young he's so young. And then the second episode is him going, yeah, I'm young, but, like, no more gays. Uh, I boss around the animals, and there's never going to be any pictures of me ever. And every, and every, that's, that, this is the episode where everybody's like, oh, we can't control the young Pope. This young Pope is young, and he's out of control. This young Pope is is a is, is going to do bike wheelies throughout the, the Vatican, and no one's going to be able to take a picture of him. That's right. Yeah, he's not. Like he's it. not going to stop skateboarding. <laughs> he's basically Bart Simpson as Pope, right? That's, That's all he right. Is. Don't have a cow, Holy Father. He says. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, and then the other thing is in this episode that he that you do also kind of start to see him be a lot more vulnerable. Um, yeah. But- when he when he tells Spencer repeatedly, "You're hurting me," I know it was it was like so weird too. Like he was like he was like, "You're hurting me," but it seemed it seemed like he was just like saying it the way like Willy Wonka says, "No, stop, come back." Like I, oh I no, I, th- was... I thought he was being serious. But like but like it was it was like it was like he seemed like he was like he's so like he's so dead emotionally as a as a pope slash person that like that's how he conveys like he just says it like matter of factly, like, "You are hurting me." You are hurting me with these words. Also, in that in that meeting, like I, I get that like Cardinal Spencer is kind of like a rough around the edges, like you know, dick kind of pope. But I mean, like, who, who's picking up the grape seeds while he's spitting them all over the floor? Like, does does he bring in like the nuns to do it? Like, is, is, he, is he getting so. them later? Yeah, you think so? Yeah, um, I, you know, he's just doing it to show his contempt for the new pope. He does. He doesn't uh, like uh, having uh, been uh, passed over in all this. So, so you don't so you don't think like on like a Tuesday night like if he's like sitting home watching no. like Seinfeld reruns he's not no. just like spitting the seeds on the carpet? No, I don't think so. I I, th- I think he was proving a point. I don't know like, what exactly. Yeah, what's that the point? point? Been. The, the young pope, the young pope's not picking up the seeds. Like the young pope's just kind of like, hey, why don't we come work together and we'll we'll do some awesome stuff together? And he's just like spitting seeds everywhere. I, I feel like when he's like sitting around watching TV, he spits seeds on the ground. I think he feels that. I think he feels that good about himself. I don't know. This guy just tried to kill himself like 35 minutes ago in the, in the episodes of this show. 
he he can't be feeling himself like that much all of a sudden. Well, maybe like I think he's still well, like, you know how like off. some people like survive like people some people like survive a suicide attempt and they like gain like a new appreciation for life like maybe he gained a new appreciation for just like like messing with people mm. that 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 that's his thing is where he's like he tells the young pope to sw- swing on by the pad I want to talk to you and then he shows up and he's like eat it young pope I'm never gonna work with you and then he's just like nuns come in here and clean up my great seeds because I'm Cardinal Spencer. I don't know. I, I I couldn't get a read on Cardinal Spence for the first two episodes. I couldn't tell if he was just like mad or just like a dick all the time. But well, again, he tried to kill himself, so he wasn't in the best of spirits. <laughs> in my opinion, suck it up. You didn't win the Pope ship. Come on, man. Your 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 pupils there. You should be. You should. Your your basically your son got the job. You should be pretty happy for him. Well, I you know I don't disagree with that, but also uh, you know I get it, man. When you when you think you're going to be the Pope for like 30 years, and then this guy who's talking about how good Salinger and Daft Punk are, which by the way, <laughs> horrible takes. Like even if even if you want to say they're important, they're not good. So who's get, your so wait wait who's your do you, do you have a music person in mind that's an, an anonymous great music artist? No, I I certainly don't. Um, yeah. MF Doom maybe. I know who that is. Yeah. I don't no, know I don't. about author. Oh, Pinchon, I guess, would, the, would be the author. There you go. There's two people who are better than uh, than Salinger and Daft Punk. See, that would be great. Now I kind of want Cardinal Spencer to be the old pope in, like, a, in like the second season where, like, they just go back to the beginning of time where they started the first episode and just have Cardinal Spencer get the job. And then, like, he's in the, he's in the room with the, the marketing woman and he's just like... Like, you know who the best authors are? And he just lists, like, a bunch of, like, old-timey stuff that he likes. But, like, but it's people who are insanely famous, like Mark Twain (laughs) and Bono. The Beatles. You ever hear of the Beatles? Why were they important? Because everybody knew who they were. (laughs) Everybody knew who they were, and they were all straight guys. I don't want want any... I don't want any gay stuff in my... No, Spencer was... Spencer was... Said it was a dick move to ban gay people. He didn't think it was a no, good but, idea. But I thought I thought Lenny learned that from him. I thought that was I thought that's why he was doing that was because because Lenny was the or or Spencer was the hard nosed conservative and that was that was where he picked up all that stuff from. No, the 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 guy who's like the head of the congregation of the clergy says like I voted for Spencer because you know like I know where he stands on all this stuff. I have no idea where you stand. He's like yeah, he's conser- uh, he's conservative but he's like a moderate. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um yeah. by the way, a guy who's becoming very who's very quickly becoming one of my favorite uh, po- uh cardinals on the rewatch is the little the little fat Italian guy who looks like a, yes. a baby. The guy who's always happy about everything. Yeah, he's just pumped. He's pumped to be there 24/7. Life is so short, I chose eternity. Ah, oh, man. I love that guy. Yeah, and like he's standing there as as Ozilinch's plaque is getting taken off the door. <laughs> and again, he's just smiling, he's happy. Worst Ozilinch since Sandus Ozilinch. Wow. R.I.P. Yeah. Wait, Sandus Ozilinch not alive anymore? I thought Sandus Ozilinch was in the uh was in the Locomotive plane crash. Was he? I didn't know that. No. I thought so. Come on. 
I thought so. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, I'm I am. I'm looking that wrong. up before. I... Nope, I am. Are you? Yeah. Who am I thinking right, of? Okay, still, still alive. Yeah. Um, Pavel Dimitra is the name I always think of when it comes. Yeah, to Yeah, there were there were a couple. There was like another. Uh, there was another defender though, uh, like a NHL. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. But yeah, but, but, it, but it's very sad that the first thing I think of when I see that that guy's name on a plaque being taken down, I, I imagine it's like Sanders Ozilinch's locker, and then there's like some like new new Italian guy come in to take his spot. Like that's that's how my brain works when it comes it's to Ma- hockey. It's Mark Edward Vlasic just standing there <laughs> smiling. <laughs> it's Jason Demers. Hello, nice. I, I I am taking over. I talk like Borat for some reason. I don't know why. My wife. Except I'm I'm married to the church. <laughs> the church is a woman. He that does say either. that. Yeah, he does. I know I knew that was the case. Yeah, who knew? I you know this is this is where me not being Catholic really puts me at a, like on my heels watching this show because it's all a mystery to me. By the way, on, on the rewatch, I didn't consider this the first time I watched it, but when 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 Lenny goes over to Sister Mary's place in the middle of the night and she's wearing the. Uh, I'm a virgin, but this is an old T-shirt. Shirt, and yeah. he's he's suspicious that so, he's he's suspicious that someone's in there, and she's like, "Go ahead, look around." Like, like, do do you think like Voyello was in there, but they just don't show it? No, I you know so that this is definitely the episode that plants the seeds of like maybe they're into each other. Yeah. Um, but like the way they act in future episodes. Um, I think like Voyello might have been in there, like talking to her about that speech or whatever, but, like, there was no hanky pan, no funny business going on. Mm. But you think he was there, though, at some point, but just not there when Lenny pops in. Correct. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't think, I don't, th- Sister Mary is very big on propriety, so I don't think that she would be, like, wearing the, I'm a virgin, but this is an old shirt t-shirt. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, I, like, are you saying you didn't really notice what the shirt said on the first watch? No, no, of course I noticed that, but okay. like I mean, I just, I just didn't, I didn't notice like because like I didn't pick up on the whole because like when you're watching a TV show that's filled with like priests and nuns, like I'm not thinking like oh these two are gonna bang at some point, like I'm not thinking that at all. But then like later on, they kind of make it more more obvious that like they like each other. So going back and watching the second episode, when I wasn't thinking that at all, I was like, hey, maybe maybe he was like hiding underneath the couch or something. And when Lenny walked in, it was like, Shh, don't, don't tell him I am here or something. I, but like, yeah, he probably wasn't there, but it's also weird too, because like in later episodes, like Lenny knows everything. Like Lenny, Lenny becomes pro- like professor Charles Xavier and like knows everyone's secrets, knows everyone's like sexual like orientation. Right. But like there he comes in and he's just like, Hey, wh- what are you, what are you doing? Like he doesn't know anything. Well, he, so I, I think, I think the point of that is, um, you know, it, it's that thing right before, uh, it might've been right before that scene where he like somewhat, uh, that, uh, that guy, the confessor, basically says to him like everybody says that sister mary's the real pope and you're not the pope right and and so he's like oh maybe i just can't trust anybody so that's why like she starts to say something and he's like hey won't you uh shut up for a minute and then she doesn't go to dinner with him and so when she doesn't go to dinner with him he's like oh shit maybe she's in on this uh... by the way that that is another great part of this too i think we talked about this two weeks ago when we reviewed the, the seven week old first episode was how when Voyello goes out to like go go meet his go meet his friend to watch that kid 
like like Sister Mary. I I, I I almost forgot how like like how like she's hiding so much in the open. Like she's just standing on the street with her back to Voyello, and Voyello just like walks past her, and she's just like she's like Batman. Like she has like the well, League of Shadows like ability to hide. On the other hand, you have to imagine you pass a lot of nuns at the Vatican, just like, not at, like walking not around. Not at like two in the morning though. I like, don't know, you, man. I feel like nuns aren't nuns are in bed by like like eight o'clock, aren't they? Like nuns aren't nuns aren't staying up late to watch like Fallon. Yeah, but she they? she's a different kind of nun though. Like she's out there hooping all day, man. Like yeah, that's true. And I will say this, by the way, her form on that free throw. Like mm. that's the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, it's not good. No, but like in her defense, I, I, like she she's using what appears to be a poorly inflated ball. There's no way that that the psi in that ball is, is legal. That's like a Tom Brady basketball. That's and like, right. She could probably like squeeze and like throw like all over the place. So maybe like the Vatican doesn't see. I think the Vatican sinks all of its money into the soccer team. And she's mad about that, so she just wants to start her own hoops team. So, like, she just stands there and shoots the deflated ball awkwardly to sort of get attention from people to be like, hey, wouldn't it be great if we threw a few bucks into my sport, maybe? I don't know. Let's see. Vatican City National Basketball Team. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm looking it up, baby. It's all a bunch can... of, like, five foot two. <laughs> It doesn't appear as though they actually have. Well, no, hold on here. Yeah, I don't. It's a Vatican th- City football team. Yeah, oh, soccer football. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I was looking at earlier. Uh, they have a basketball team, but they're not members of the FIBA or yeah, the FIBA. Um, and there is no Wikipedia link to their uh, to their page, so I can't I can't look there into this further. But the team exists. That, conf- that confirms my theory that, that Sister Mary w- just wants to start her own basketball team. She hates soccer. I can appreciate that. Mm. My favorite character. Yes, Sister, Sister Mary. Mary. Is that true? Like, uh, I mean, the young Pope is my favorite character. But beyond that, like, I like, I like, I like how Sister Mary, like, especially in this episode where she just like, like, just she won't take his shit. Like, she smacks him in the face and is yeah. like, don't, don't you tell me nobody loves you, 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 you. Orphan. Jerk, or whatever a nun would say. Whatever the good word is a nun would say when she's mad. Yeah. Sister Mary, Sister Mary is very, very good in every episode. Diane Keaton should win some stuff. I feel like everybody should win some stuff from this, but I don't know. I don't know how that works. I agree. It's, uh... Like, there's not a bad performance in this episode. Um, although, by the way, we should probably at some point talk about his big speech about what have we forgotten. Oh, the, the 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 dimly lit, the dimly lit, angry, yeah, laser like, pointer speech. Yeah, <laughs> the laser pointer. That's some classic. Who dares shit. shine a laser pointer in the eyes of your pope? Like it's great when he goes dare to your pope. you? He yells. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, what? I I think that speech, like, he wasn't gonna give that speech. I think he he liked the gen because again, he when he's talking about um you know, answering that little kid's letter where it's like, how do I find God? And he's like, God's in everything you like. Like, yeah. I th- I think he's really ready to give, like, a speech about, like, lo- God's love and that kind of thing. Um, and then, 
you know, he finds out people are plotting against him and he's like, I'll show these pricks. Like he, he was going to be a conservative. Cause again, like, you know, the, the, the no gay people in the church kind of thing. Um, like he was going to be conservative, but he was going to be more moderate. And then he, he was basically like, I'll show them. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Like you, you like, cause you, you watch the first episodes and you think he's just this guy. Like, you, but yeah, like I can see, I can see how feeling like everyone's out to get you. He's just like, screw it. I'm the Pope. I'm going to, I'm going to take everybody down with me and, you know, crush everybody. And, and yeah, no, that makes sense. Like you're, you're, you're picking up way more nuances than I am. Cause I think I was just too, I think I was just too entranced by the fact that this was a young Pope that like young things and, mm-hmm. and, and, and just wanted to, and just wanted to not have his face somewhere. But like, I don't know, because like, <sighs> I guess, yeah, like he is rehearsing the speech the whole time right so maybe up until the last second he was just like screw it yeah like i don't know what i don't know what he was originally gonna say they had forgotten right um but yeah definitely he's just like i'm above you because i'm closer to god than you and and all that kind of stuff like the fact that he just went in on everybody basically um kind of and he made it rain yeah Again, like, so this is another episode where Sister Mary literally says, like, no, I'm saying he's literally a saint. Like, he's not just just a cool guy. Like, he's not a nice guy. Like, he's literally a saint. I'm telling you this. Yeah, and I mean, we find out why she says that, you know, and I think the second to last or even last episode. Um, But, yeah, if if he can command animals and control the weather to some extent, He's uh, because if you remember in his in his dream where he gives the speech about like feel free to to jack off or whatever, um, yeah, it's raining, and then he starts giving the speech and the sun comes out. This is like the like he was gonna give a very uplifting speech and that was supposed to happen, but then he holds it at night, and uh. It's very doom and gloom, so it starts raining. Like, I think there's something to this, like, Sister Mary saying, like, you're the living, like, I think she might even say at one point in the series, like, I think you're Jesus Christ again. Like, I I don't say that with hyperbole. But, like, by the time we get to, like, episodes 8, 9, and 10, like, it does seem like that is the case. Like, he is, he is that guy. Like, he's not just... It's not luck. He's not doing parlor tricks. But then, but that's the thing is that like that's why I want season two to happen because I want to see like what the world would be like where the young pope has magical powers or a pope it could be a pope of any age. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if he's young or not. Like if he can talk to kangaroos and turtles and 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 make it not rain when I want to watch a baseball game somewhere. Like I want to see another season where he's doing that. Like I don't want this to just end and it's just like uh, what's going to happen next. And then there's no follow-up because like it's 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 so good like i want to know where this goes like i'm not like, you could definitely end it where they ended it but I, there's 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 too much good stuff that that's on the table now that you know it's basically been confirmed that he has magical powers yes it's um oh oh geez i got a pop-up video i was try i was trying to look up um because like you have to perform miracles to become a saint and I was trying to look up what because they're they're trying to make uh, Pope John Paul II a saint now, and so I was trying to. Figure what did he out, do? That's what I'm trying to figure out here. Um, uh-huh. uh, he said uh, she apparent he apparently cured a woman of par- a nun of Parkinson's disease. 
Um, although Diddy, Diddy though. Fre- Diddy. Okay. French nun Marie Simon Pierre, 47, said her symptoms of Parkinson's went away after she prayed to Pope John Paul II three months after he died from the same illness. Um, she was unable wait, to wait, move. Wait, wait, wait. Did, did, did he, like, take her disease from her and then he died from it? And then no, no, no. He, he had already died. Um, she, she had been paralyzed from the waist down and then woke up one day, like, walking around. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good miracle if you can swing that. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, another of uh, uh, Floribeth Mora Diaz of Costa Rica uh, said the Pope cured her of a brain aneurysm when the doctors had told her she only had a month to live. Um, and so she began praying to the late Pont. Oh, these are all like posthumous. Come on. Wait, wait. Yeah, so I was going to say, like, so the young Pope, or the young Pope. The, the old Pope. pope. Was doing, the, old, the dead Pope was doing this while he was dead? That's yeah. The, that, come on. Now I, now I don't believe it. I originally did believe it, but now I'm like, come on. How can they, how can they, how can they pin that on him? Um, let's see. Under the guise of a Taurus, Diaz was flown to a church-run hospital in Rome where she was registered under a pseudonym as doctors unaware of the potential miracle conducted a battery of tests on her in October 2013. Uh, The slew of medical tests confirmed her recovery despite there being no medical explanation. So you're telling me that they whipped up a fake identity for this woman after she got cured. Come on. This guy, this guy's no young pope. The, the 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 young pope's committing murders from like the other side of the con, the other side of the hemisphere, another hemisphere away. He's he's killing nuns. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that later on. But like he, he's killing nuns with prayers while he's alive. Like I, I I'm not I'm I'm hesitant to, to credit a, a dead pope for 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 curing stuff while he's like why wouldn't he just do more stuff while he was alive if he had these powers or can he does he only have these powers when he's dead like Obi Wan Kenobi like where he becomes more powerful is that what this is. I don't get church. I don't. I don't get religion at all, man. The young pope just up there saying, "If you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you could ever imagine." <laughs> if, if you if you like that when I controlled kangaroos, you kill me, man. I'll, I'll I'll control I'll control hippos too, buddy. I'll, I'll I'll get those after you. Um, and apparently the same day they canonized Pope John Paul II, they also did the pope that was immediately before him. So, like, now every pope's a saint? Come on. But, they're, they, but they only become saints after they die? Like, is, see, this, well, this you is can't like, be this a saint like while like, you're alive. That doesn't make sense. Oh, is that true? Yeah, I don't think oh, I so. Thought, I, I thought, oh, wait, what they, didn't, they, didn't they make Mother Teresa a saint? Well, isn't that, like, a thing that happens? I, she is a saint, but I'm pretty sure she died first. Oh, I thought they gave that to her while she was still... Walking around. No, I'm pretty <sighs> sure. I don't get this at all. Um... So, wait. So, okay. So, like, let's say you're a saint and you have the powers to like cure stuff. You're not allowed to tell anybody that, or like, you have to like just do it and not let. Because like once, because I feel like once you. But then again, he didn't do it till after he was gone already. Yes. Yeah, and then so you got you have to you have to do three miracles 
to be like actually a saint, and the third one for the Pope for Pope John Paul II is a nine-year-old Polish boy who was suffering from kidney cancer and completely unable to walk. Visited the Pope's tomb with his parents. Upon leaving Saint Peter's Basilica, the boy told them, "I want to walk," and began walking normally. I don't trust all these posthumous miracles. Yeah, it doesn't be. And and why is it three? Like, who picked that number? Is that know, like man. where did that number come from? Uh, Jesus. Oh, is that what he said? He was just like, "Hey, dude, um, the you two know what? are awesome." I honestly, but... I honestly don't know. I honestly don't have any idea. But like, you know, and if, and again, like the fact that one of them's a nun—that seems like a real inside job kind of a thing. Right. Like, hey, I'll just, I'll just say this, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get the, we'll get the Pope canonized, and it'll be cool. Like, I don't want anything in return. I just like the Pope a lot while he was alive, and he deserves this. So we'll just. We'll make up a story about, you know, uh, sending a woman to a hospital under a fake identity and all this stuff. And we'll, we'll, we'll get it done. It's it's all good. It's all good for him. It's all good for the Catholics. This is kind of great. I just realized, like, we're, we're, we're two people that know nothing about religion talking about a show that's entirely about religion. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like when me and Wish do a hockey podcast because we don't know anything about. Oh, hockey. I don't know about all that. Come on, guys. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, I don't know, man. This was just like a real table-setting episode, in a lot in a lot of ways, which I which I guess makes sense. Um, you know, given given that it was the second episode of a <laughs> ten episode run, that you would need to do a lot of table setting. But just the idea that, like, you know, he has to he, like these are the conflicts now. And the the number one, I mean, the, the very end of the episode is Voyello asking the uh, the kid in the wheelchair, whose name I cannot remember, like to pray for his forgiveness, so that because, like, yeah, because to save the church because he's about to do bad stuff to save the church. And of all of all the stuff that they set up to in the second episode, I feel like he bails on the whole taking down Lenny thing like real quick too. Like well, he, he, I think, like two episodes later, he's like, ah, forget it. He's yeah, cool. but he, but he realizes like it. it's not going to work. That's why. Like, because yeah, they take the pictures it, and and then, but then that woman gets pregnant, and they're like, damn it, all right. Like he, he was just, he was just like, being giving a miracle to her or whatever. So, so, so like in his, that's a, that's a thing though. Like in his mind. If he had taken the pictures where he's he's feeling up Esther and then like Esther's pregnant, like I feel like most people in the world wouldn't like connect those two as like him performing a miracle on her so she can get pregnant from her husband. Like I, I think people would just see the like. Can you imagine like if you went to the grocery store today and you're like checking out and it's like there's that there's that golf magazine with Donald Trump's fat ass on it that's been sitting there in my grocery store for like two months. Mm-hmm. You have like um, Allison Williams on the cover of Glamour and then it's like. The Pope feeling up a lady on the front of the Inquirer, like you know, the, that that would that would get the job done if Voyello wanted to do that. I think. Yeah, but at that point, like nobody knows what what the Pope looks like, so it be- it becomes infinitely harder to blackmail him by saying <laughs> like, uh, "This guy's the Pope," and everybody's like, "That guy touching a boob? I don't know. That doesn't seem." That looks staged. That looks like Jude Law touching a boob. That guy's way too good looking to be a Pope. Come on. Ah. Oh, these checkout magazines are so ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that they just, like, you know, he 
he asks the other the other cardinal when they're playing pool like you know what's his deal and the guy's like he's irreproachable like there's no there's no gimmick here right like like, like they they say what's his sexual orientation and he's like nothing yeah exactly so and then we find out Love that's not true he's 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 got a little thing from his past little I, I, I like I like how we're kind of like teasing stuff for future episodes podcast for a show everyone's already watched two months ago something's coming here's the good news nobody uh (laughs) is listening to this 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 is for our benefit exclusively so i didn't realize until i didn't realize until i I went to listen to stick to sports yesterday and like i i and like i had two i had two episodes sitting there i'm like two i'm like how did i miss two i thought i and then i realized like it's this is flying under the stick stick to sports umbrella so i I, I just stick to sports I didn't really want to set up another SoundCloud page is what it boiled down to. Yeah, you don't need to. No. Actually, now that I look at that, 941 listens on the last episode. Shout out to us. Very popular. Look at that. Yeah. People are dying People are dying for their months old takes on episodes of HBO shows about young posts. Like super in-depth. <laughs> we talk about it for as long as the episode was. That's every, that's that like that like we, we, why did we do this during the actual run of the show like what, what why did we wait till why did we wait because till we decided like four weeks in that we wanted to do it I think and then we were like ah you know what let's just wait till it's all done and then we can like look at it with you know a fresh face or whatever and yeah then, that was smart oh yeah it worked out great for everybody. <laughs> Freaking, this is the same thing that happened with the OJ show. Like I, 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 I mocked it for like two weeks, and then it became the greatest thing I wanted to watch every week. Same thing with the Young Pope. It was probably only a week, but still, like that 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 first episode, I was like, oh, come on, this is. Oh, actually, yeah, this is pretty good. Let me watch the second episode. Oh, yeah, I need I need eight more of these immediately. Oh, yeah, and, and that was a great thing too. Is like the HBO should do that with all their shows. Like just Sunday month. Day. just like like churn them out like don't make me wait six six seven more days for a for a game of thrones episode Here, do here's this. what, I, do here's what I think and this 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 i think applies to all television in 2017 you can show the new episodes like when they air or whatever but put them on on demand at the beginning so like if i want to watch all 10 episodes of game of thrones the second the new season starts let me do that uh, I, I'm so conflicted about that because, like, like I, I, I'm like I'm I'm I guess old enough to like like the whole like waiting thing. Like, I get the I get the benefit of it, but like I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to watch all ten. Like, I would I would totally want to watch all ten episodes of Game of Thrones next season, like in a ten hour binge session where like I, I come out of like my my, my apartment and I'm, like I'm all bleary eyed and I'm like I need food, I need something to eat. But like I like the idea of of like the waiting around and like you know the the I don't know, but I get it. The kids today, the kids today love to binge stuff. You 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 young people and you're binge watching. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. But like two two a week is a nice happy medium. I think it's like it's not like you're not binge watching it, but like you're getting through it in like five weeks. Like yeah, I I I, th- I think you're right about that. I I, I would. I would prefer the Netflix model, um, and it really annoys me when like Hulu is, is like, "Well, we're gonna put out one streaming episode a week." It's like, go to hell with this. Does, does Hulu? I remember like when 
when I used to watch, um, like when 30 Rock was still on, like, and I missed it. Like, I remember, like, they would always put on like one episode, but it was like the next day. Is that still their? Is that still their model with TV shows? Um, I don't watch any TV shows that are like on broadcast on Hulu because I just have a DVR. You know, so um, yeah. I like I, when I watch a Hulu exclusive show, like say the Mindy Project, which that show is way better than it has any right to be. But that's a different discussion. Um, but yeah, there the Mindy Project is like every Wednesday. Oh, see, like I, I because like, I, I would like go to like work like back in the day when I like went to an office. Like I would just be like, well, I got thirty minutes here. Let me just pop in or twenty two minutes. Let me just pop in my headphones and watch this episode of whatever I missed, and it was always good. But like, yeah. I never wanted to binge watch. I like to. I'm, I'm a man of moderation, right? Oh, see, I I very much do want to binge watch. I I love, I love sitting down and, you know, going through all the, uh, just going through like six episodes of something, going out, getting lunch, whatever, coming back and watching like the last three or four. Like, um, I got uh, I got a, a, a wisdom tooth out over the summer. And I just all weekend I just wa- did nothing but watch Gilmore Girls because I had I couldn't go out because I was bleeding from the mouth constantly. What was what was worse, the bleeding from the mouth or the, or the reboot of of Gilmore Girls? The reboot was pretty bad. I ha- I have to say, that's um, what everybody says. It sucks. Yeah, I it like really does. Up. And now they're saying they're going to bring it back for even more episodes, and it's like, why? Nobody liked this one. Well, I guess the answer is a bunch of people watched it despite nobody liking it. Yeah, like people in my timeline were like for like weeks in advance too. Like they were, they I've never seen like like I'm trying to think of like like Arrested Development probably the closest thing where people were like pumped about like you know new episodes coming out. But like for Gilmore Girls, like it was just I don't know if it's like I just follow a certain swath of people on Twitter that love Gilmore Girls so much. But yeah, like there was the, even though the people didn't like it, people watched it and they were definitely gonna make another. I don't know. Is it, is it still a reboot at this point? If it's a second season after a reboot season, I don't know what that is technically. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But the only thing I've ever binge watched was True Detective because I missed the first like six, seven episodes because yeah. I was like cranky Dave. I was like, I'm not watching this. And then finally, I was like, all right. And then I, I plowed through it and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever watched ever. But that was just more by accident that I did it that way. I wanted to catch up before the final two episodes. I think it was. But yeah. I get it. I get. I get you. I get you, millennials, and you. You wanting everything right away. I, I understand how you millennials operate. Give me, give me, give me. Now, now, now. Yeah, it's great. It works out really <laughs> good for me. <laughs> uh, well, I, I I put out a call for um, young pope questions, but I did it way too late, and we only had two, and and they're they're both smart ass questions. Yeah. Well, let let's take them both. Uh, one is that young pope at it again. He is. Yep. He's very totally. much at it again. Absolutely. Uh, and the other is, why did you watch it, uh, The Young Pope? Because it's really great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Why, why? Why didn't you watch it? Is the real question for 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 that guy. But yeah. With you missed out, buddy. With with a personal pizza as his Twitter profile picture, and like, if you're gonna get a personal pizza, shut up. You're not. There's a reason that guy has 46 followers, and that uh, is. Did you zoom in on it? Yeah. It looks it's, disgusting. It's got two fried eggs on it. Yeah. This guy's a monster. 
Oh, there's like egg juice leak, like leaking oh. into the spot where he pulled the slice out. Oh, this is this is this is. Hold on, I'm I'm reporting this to Twitter support. This is. I'm gonna I'm gonna find this guy and I'm gonna body slam him because he's <laughs> he's disgusting. He's a monster. Oh my god, who puts a fry? And there's bacon on there, which is a good start. Why would you put a fry? Uh, no, no, can't look at that anymore. Gonna oh. get sick. Hard pass. Yeah. Oh. Well, I think this is another solid episode of, of, of Pope Podcast, the 13th. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, sure. It sounds sounds good to say that. Yeah. Confidence. It was okay. Yep. Okay, well, goodbye. See ya. <laughs>